Well, a lot of connections here, but I think talking and starting with the great saints that I've chosen to celebrate in the Mass today, Cosmos and Damien, you may re recognize the Eucharistic Prayer 1, if you've ever been to a Mass. Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Cosmos, Damien. These are so important saints. They appear right in the Roman canon. Roman canon meaning basically in our, um, from Hippolytus, the um, Eucharistic Prayer 1. Now, who were they? They were twin brothers. And, you know, we don't know a ton about them. We do know they were born in Arabia, and they were doctors. So it's a beautiful thing when you see priests um, come from all the kinds of different backgrounds, even today. Um, you know, engineers used to be the most atheistic, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, not a vocation, but career. Uh, now you should see the number of engineers I'm meeting coming into the priesthood myself included. Um, engineers are usually trained to be skeptical thinkers, and they don't, uh, they don't believe anything they can't empirically prove, empirical meaning scientific verification. And um, another would be a doctor. And um, here we have two great of the original doctors. Now, what's interesting is they accepted no payment for their services. And this led many people to the faith because they saw how beautiful that this was somebody giving of themselves. That's why I always admire doctors that will fly into a place of natural disaster or whatever it is and provide services. God gave them that talent. And don't fall to that misconception that I'm not going to take my child in to be treated because if God wants to heal them, God will heal them. Okay, yes, this is true to some sense, but how does God give you the way to heal your child? A doctor. Okay, so we don't want to fall into that. Now, they are the patron of surgeons, physicians, dentists, pharmacists, and veterinarians. So you got a lot of people to pray for if you know somebody that's either a surgeon, physician, dentist, pharmacist, or veterinarian. They're a good one to turn to. So for instance, when you're in the waiting room and you're anxious, anxious that your loved one is gonna come out okay, or what is the doctor gonna say? Pray to Cosmos and Damien. Nobody does. And how many Catholics do you see in the waiting rooms in the hospitals? When I go to do anointings in the hospitals, I keep thinking this. Cosmos and Damien, be with them. Cosmos and Damien, help them. We have a huge, huge need for their intercession because they are doctors and the patron. Guide the hands of the surgeon, Cosmos and Damien. Please guide their hands as they do the surgery on my husband or my wife. Um, you know, they did the first successful limb transplant on a human being. This is quite amazing. And you know what's interesting? They grafted a leg from a deceased person and put it on a living patient's cancerous leg. Now, this is interesting because they were the subject of many paintings. 
and, um, and drawings because you know what it was? It was a, a person of a, a black person whose leg they put on a white person. And so they would have these paintings and people would look at these paintings like you have a white person with a black person's leg. This was the first transplant. There was no racism, like, I don't want that leg because that comes from a race that's inferior to me. No, there wasn't. There was no thought of that. We, we see the beauty in a human being. And this is one of the first ever, if, if not the first ever, limb transplants. And so um, ever successful on a human being. And it was a black person's leg on a white person's body. How beautiful. Unite. We're all God's people. <laughs> so I, I think it's beautiful. All right, so they were ordered under torture to recant their faith. Did they? Uh-uh. They did not. So they endured being hung on a cross, stoned, and shot by arrows, and then thrown into the sea. You know what's interesting? They survived all that. You know what ended up getting them? They were finally beheaded in 287. Now, I'm amazed by this, and I'm not a saint expert like Father Dan Canberra, but I always notice that they always try to kill saints, and they never can. But they always seem to end up being beheaded. You know what I think it is? I think the saint actually then says to God, I'm offering my life. And God then allows them, doesn't want them, but allows them to be martyred. We have a relic and a statue of St. Philomena right on our property. You know what's fascinating about Cosmos and Damien? It's the almost exact same story as St. Philomena. Do you all know that? I just read that, um, that they, were, they were stoned, they were, sh or not that part, but shot by arrows, thrown into a sea, into the sea. They survived and were finally beheaded. That's the same thing as St. Philomena. Do you know the story? St. Philomena, I, um, what a great story she is. She was John Vianney's favorite, but she was even before, I believe, Cosmos and Damien, or maybe, well, wait a minute, 287, so maybe, I'm not sure. But... The story is very similar. St. Philomena, who's one of our patrons, we have her statue right out here. We have a relic, actually, from the catacombs. Um, St. Philomena um, was a young little girl, uh, 12, 13 years old, and the Roman uh, prefect wanted to marry her. She was beautiful, beautiful young lady, young girl. And she said, no. Can you imagine this at 12 years old? She said, I belong to Jesus Christ. And he was enraged. You know, you don't tell the Roman emperor that reject, you know, rejection. And so he immediately went to have her executed. So he lined her up before these uh, archers and the archers drew back their bows and they fired. And the arrows, when they hit her, dropped to the ground. They, they didn't penetrate her. So they were ordered again to fire arrows at St. Philomena. So they drew back and they fired at St. Philomena. This time the arrows went around her, never hit her. They went around her. Now enraged, they were ordered to fire again. And this time when the archers drew the arrows and fired, the arrows went around and came back and slew the archers. 
Now, it was funny, as I had a tour group here, I was giving a tour on Eden Hill, and there was this little, I guess she was probably about 12, and she said, Father, your talk is mostly accurate. She says, but my name is Philomena, and I'm an expert on St. Philomena. And I said, really? And I said, and she says, yes, your talk is mostly accurate. But um, I think, no, no, I'm sorry. What it was was I, I, I didn't say the third one. I only t said that the arrows hit her the first time, and the second time they went around her. And that's all I said. That's what it was. And the little girl corrected me, and she said, Father, you forgot that on the third time they tried, they went around and slewed the archers who um, fired them, and they actually were on fire, the, the arrows. And I went back and I checked, and she was right. She was right. So how cute to have this little Philomena um, correcting me on my tour. <laughs> and so she, um, she was a, a little inspiration. Well, anyway, why is Philomena seen, seen with a boat anchor? She's seen with a boat anchor in all the statues. If you see a statue of a little girl with a boat anchor, is because then after they couldn't um, shoot her with arrows, they tried to drown her. So they tied her to the um, anchor and threw her into the Tiber. And when she would sink with the boat anchor, angels came and pushed her back up to the surface. She wouldn't sink. <clears throat> so they waded down the boat anchor and again tried to drown her and she would go down and then the angels came and they pushed her back up. I mean, my, I mean, you could just imagine um, the powerful witness this was, but again, she ended up being beheaded. And so it's the same exact story with St. Cosmas and Damien. You know, they tried to shoot them with arrows. They tried to drown them. They tried to throw them into the sea and they ended up not dying. It was a witness, but ended up being beheaded. Again, I think because that's when the saints acknowledged to the Lord that, yes, I will be a martyr. And remember, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the Christian faith and very powerful witness. All right. So anyway, to finish, um, they had three younger brothers uh, and they were also martyred with them. Wow. Family affair. And they all suffered martyrdom in Syria. Syria. Syria used to be a huge Christian place. Pray for them. Uh, and of course, like many others, they were persecuted under Diocletian. He was the Roman emperor. Man, I tell you, Diocletian. Reason for many martyrs. But anyway, to finish, they are invoked, as I mentioned, the canon of the Mass and Eucharistic Prayer 1. And so we really, we should always venerate them. And they're, they're venerated actually right up the road from here. Every year in Utica, New York, which is just right up Highway 90, it's not that far from here, um, at St. Anthony's Parish. So if there's anybody from there that are watching, um, my understanding is it's one of the largest festivals in the world honoring a saint. Um, and it's this Utica place that, that uh, St. Anthony's that honors, of all people, St. Cosmas and Damien. And so um, one of the largest festivals honoring saints, uh, at least in, in this part of the country, I, I said the world, but maybe in the United States, or at least this part of the U.S. So 
pray to Cosmos and Damien because these are two of the forgotten saints that we just kind of rattle off in that Eucharistic prayer. Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Cosmos, Damien, not even thinking who they are. Let us not miss this opportunity. And especially, especially with these medical procedures that are forced now upon our children. Um, I've been reading these articles and they're just, um, all I could do at this point is pray they're not true. What you're reading, um, that they're being forced into surgeries and, and gender changes at eight years old, nine years old. And it's like, are you kidding me? I think it was George Weigel or um, um, who is the other one? Peter, somebody, but said, you know, um, thank goodness that nobody listened to me when I was eight years old on what I wanted to be. Because if everybody listened to an eight-year-old child on what they wanted to be, the world would have nothing but cowboys and princesses. And I thought about that, and I said, that's a lot of wisdom in that statement. Almost every boy at eight years old and every girl at eight years old wants to be a cowboy and a princess. If we change the whole world and made every single eight-year-old boy a cowboy and made every eight-year-old girl a princess, you'd have nothing in the world but cowboys and princesses. The thing is, an eight-year-old person is just growing in their development, going through different realizations and experiences. If we all of a sudden change their whole biology and, and, and do these medical procedures on them, that's permanent. That's, that's, that's a permanent change. And even Pope Francis stood up and called this evil. Evil. This is evil. And so we have to understand that these medical doctors now that are being forced into abortions, nurses, they need protection. Pray for them. And St. Cosmas and Damien, an excellent way today to pray for those in the medical professions, that they may stand and not be forced to do something that goes against their conscience. Please, please, please pray for this. Our young children, we just read in the gospel about the preciousness of children. We just read in the words of Jesus how precious these little children are. And now we are stripping them of their innocence. We are giving them exposures in first grade to pornography and to sexual education. Let us pray for the protection, not only of the medical personnel through the intercession of St. Cosmos and Damien, but for our children. Jesus said, they are the greatest, and um, they are the ones that are the ones that we should follow. Um, it just says here, he placed a little one on his side. He says, whoever receives this child in my name receives me. Let us receive these children as they are, children. Let us receive them in the beauty of how God created them, not what we think they should be, or even what they think they should be, but what God created them to be. God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, 
prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.